Hello, friend. Thanks again for joining us on our 260 Challenge. Appreciate you giving us a listen today. Today we're coming out of Revelation chapter number 13. And Revelation 13 introduces us to a number, the number 42. And I want to talk about that and the significance of it. And and we look at the the importance of, of numbers and the symbolism here and all throughout Revelation. But we see, um, anytime we see the word anti or the prefix anti on a word, we know that it means against something. Or we know that it means um, opposite of. For example, anticlimactic means uh, it didn't meet your expectations. It wasn't as thrilling or exciting as you thought. And then antisocial, the opposite of being outgoing and inviting. And then uh, us older folks know this one, anti-inflammatory. It means something that goes against the swelling when things just aren't right. But what about this disturbing one, the Antichrist? Revelation 13 is the introduction to the Antichrist and yet to be named in human history, but who is more evil than any person who has ever walked the planet. Many people believe that the the beast from the beginning of this chapter refers to the Antichrist. When you read verses 1 through 7, it describes him. It says, "And, And I stood on the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven hands, seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns, ten crowns, and upon his heads, the name of blasphemy. When you read these other verses, it goes through great detail. But Revelation 13 closes with the Antichrist's uh, mark of the beast, the number what, 666. Whenever you hear people talk about the end of times, uh, they always talk about this number and speculate what it really means. I remember when I was a kid, we had people talk about who who the uh, Antichrist was, and I remember everybody thought it was Ronald Reagan because his full name was Ronald Wilson Reagan and had each each uh, name had six numbers. So it added up to be 666, and everybody really thought that he was the Antichrist. And since then, folks have said it's it's Barack Obama, and they always have all of these, all these uh, figures that they want to name as the Antichrist. But let me tell you very plainly, he's not here yet. Nobody said it better uh, in Revelations, uh, uh, speculation, a guy named R.T. Williams, and when he says, young men, stay away from the subject of prophecy. Leave that to the old men. They won't be around to find out they were wrong. I love that quote. But the things that are the opposite, John detailed, is, is kind of scary and yet sobering. Uh, those three points here that I want to make in, on this chapter. First, it's disturbing to see the similarities between Christ and the Antichrist. Listen to the language. He says he has uh, a head like a lion. He has power. He has authority. He has a throne. And if you look closely at his head, it looks as if he has been slain. How deceptive that is. But no one can forget the beast's power, that it comes from the dragon. And what an awful combination. A beast and a dragon make an antichrist. Second, the world is sucked in and being duped by all of this. The whole earth is amazed and follows the antichrist. And they will all worship the dragon and the beast. What insanity that before the tribulation the world is made aware of the Lamb of God who died for them, but not amazed and will not follow him or worship Jesus. The satanic deception is absolutely powerful and awful. Third, his job is just is to completely discredit uh, Christ. He will speak of blasphemies and, and arrogant uh, words against God, uh, his name, his tabernacle, and his children who are in heaven. He will make war and inspire others on the planet to do the same. But I'm telling you, we need to understand something here. Satan is not an in- independent power, and he cannot do whatever he wants. He's under God's rule and God's control. 
Satan is kind of God's puppet, if you will. And then we see here the number 42 comes again. God gives the beast 42 months to wreak havoc. It will seem as if God is absent and not defending himself or the saints in heaven. But this is all in God's plan in the end of times. When we see all these, these characteristics of the Antichrist, it seems hopeless. But we cannot miss all these words. Listen, authority to act for 42 months was given to him. This brings everything back to the reality who is actually in charge. 42 months means God sets a boundary. God says you can only do this for so long. 42 means that Satan is is God's. God owns him. Satan and the beast and the dragon are not separate entities that can call the shots. God essentially says, you do your thing for 42 months, and then I will do my thing. And when I do my thing, your future is about to come to an end. When I read these details and remember 42, it kind of wants to remind me that when Satan attacks you, command him in the name of Jesus to get behind you. And remember, at the end of the day, there is an ab- there is a, a, a footprint on the back of his neck that belongs to Jesus. Jesus is ultimately in control. At this time in, the, in, in, in history, it seems like the devil is in control. Things are wicked and, and people are just coming up with new ways to be evil. But don't forget, don't forget, ultimately, God has the final say so and God is in control. But thank God, because of his awesome and wonderful and amazing grace, we'll be out of here. We won't have to go through this tribulation. Friend, I hope and pray today you'll take this seriously and you'll really consider your relationship with God. If you're not saved, I hope you'll trust him today. Thank you and God bless you.